Hi, you're listening to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. My name is Patricia Robayo, and I'm a reporter here at the paper. These are the headlines from April 12th to April 16th. Let's get to it. In an historic moment, U.S. Congressman Antonio Delgado forms the Delaware River Caucus. Story by Isabel Braverman. Congressman Antonio Delgado was joined by river conservation advocates and local officials to announce a new initiative under his leadership in Washington, D.C. that will help protect and restore the Upper Delaware River in New York and Pennsylvania. Delgado announced that he, along with other representatives, have formed the Delaware River Watershed Congressional Caucus. It will be co-chaired by the Pennsylvania Representative Brian Fitzpatrick. A press conference was held on Monday at the future site of the Calicoon Riverside Park, located at the former Upper Delaware Campground in Calicoon. Johnstone seeks town justice office. Story by Matt Shorto. When residents in Liberty head to the polls in November, they will be voting to fill two vacancies on the town justice court. It was announced earlier this year that neither the Honorable Judge Harold Bauman and the Honorable Judge Kurt Orsek will be seeking re-election to another term. So far, two candidates have thrown their hats into the ring. Current Village Liberty Mayor Ron Stavak and local attorney Troy Johnstone. And some tragic news. Liberty Man is charged in a fatal hit and run. Story by Matt Trotto. The Sullivan County Sheriff's Office announced on Monday they made an arrest in the connection to a fatal hit and run that occurred in Liberty on Saturday night. Around 9.45 p.m. on Saturday, Sheriff's deputies were called to 2642 State Route 52 between Frankie Lane and Hanafi Drive for reports of a pedestrian struck by the vehicle. Upon responding to the scene, deputies found Dennis Toscano, 60, deceased on the shoulder of the highway. An investigation revealed that Toscano was unloading groceries from his car when another vehicle traveling westbound towards White Sulphur Springs struck him and fled the scene. By Sunday morning, the sheriff's office had issued a press release asking the public to be a lookout for a 2010 to 2012 dark blue Subaru Legacy with front-end damage. According to Under Sheriff Eric Chavotti, they were able to determine the type of vehicle involved in the collision based on the broken parts left behind at the scene. Based on that information, deputies arrested Joseph Maxwell Jr., 34, of Liberty on Saturday night and charged him with leaving the scene of a fatal motor vehicle accident, a Class D felony. And on some lighter news, the Sullivan County Democrat wins 10 New York Press Association Press Awards. The New York Press Association announced its 2020 Better Newspaper Contest Award winners in a virtual ceremony last week, Thursday and Friday. By the end of the prestigious event, the Sullivan County Democrat made one of his strongest showings in his 130-year history by bringing home 10 New York Press Association awards. Fred Stabbert, the publisher of the Sullivan County Democrat, said, The competition was incredibly stiff this year, especially since we were competing against some of the best daily newspapers in the state including the Albany Times and the Syracuse Post-Standard. More than 150 newspapers competed in this year's contest in 64 separate categories, submitting 2,440 entries. The most coveted award was an honorable mention for the general excellence as the judges named the Democrat the fourth best newspaper in the class in New York State. The judges said the special sections including the massive graduation keepsake published in July 3rd edition and the Casco Delaware magazines published in February 28th and October 30th editions highlighted these entries. The Democrat also took home awards for advertising. They won first place honors for the best small ad. 
Does Democrat also earn honorable mention in the best house ad campaign competing in Division 2? The Democrat won third place in the best public service or nonprofit section with his women's suffrage 100th anniversary section done in cooperation with the Delaware Company. The Democrat received third place for his special section niche publication glossy for the Trout Edition. The Democrat also earned honorable mentions for his standalone Catskill Confidential magazine, which is published eight times per year. The Democrat also picked up an honorable mention for its Catskill Delaware magazine in the special section's niche publication category. And the Democrat also won editorial awards. Yours truly, Patricia Robaro won second place for his best news or feature series in Division 2 category for his 10-part Coping with COVID-19 series. This is Robaro's second NIPO award and third journalistic honor overall. And Democrat co-editor Matt Shortall took third place in the Spot News Photo Division 2 category for his coverage of last year's Memorial Day ceremonies. Fred Stabbett, the publisher for Sullivan County Democrats, said the Democrats' true stock in this trade is our ability to cover local peoples and events. Matt and Patricia's awards are reflective of how much our staff cares about the community we serve. Given the extraordinary challenges our staff and county were presented last year, I am truly humbled and appreciative of our staff's hard work, dedication, and bringing in our readers to one of the best newspapers in all of New York State. Well done. And in other news, the county drops in health ranking, now second to last again, story by Isabel Braverman. The Robert Wood Johnson Foundation each year releases county health rankings and roadmap study, which identifies how counties are ranked based on multiple health factors. Since 2011, the first available data year, Sullivan County has ranked second to last 61 out of the total 62 counties in New York. And last year, the county jumped ahead to a number 60, but now the news numbers have been released and it's back down to 60. Proposed regulations on renewable energy raises concern. A new local law that aims to regulate the installation and use of renewable energy systems such as solar, wind, and global thermal power generation systems have been under the debate in the town of Calicoon in recent weeks. The purpose of the law, an amendment to Chapter 203, is to accommodate renewable energy generating systems that are consistent with the town of Calicoon comprehensive plan while balancing the potential impacts on neighbors and the environment and preserving the rights of the property owners to install such energy generating systems. Eviction moratorium and nears. Renters landlords struggle to make payments. Story by Isabel Braverman. The legislation signed into law in New York State that places a moratorium on COVID-related residential evictions and foreclosure proceedings is set to expire on May 1st. Sullivan County Commissioner of Social Services John Little said that help is on the way for renters and landlords as money allocated in the Federal American Rescue Plan will go towards funding back owed rent. Little said preparations for the most efficient possible distribution of American Rescue Plan funds and the end of the pandemic eviction moratorium are the top priority at the Department of Family Services this month, Little said. He said the New York State Office of Temporary and Disability Assistance is expected to establish an online application platform that will go live in mid-April, and their office will assist with those who cannot file for their applications online. Thompson is removing unsafe buildings, story by Patricia Robayo. The town of Thompson has been busy removing or securing over 120 unsafe structures over the past five years. The Thompson Building Planning and Zoning Department routinely presents structures to the town board that they have deemed unsafe in the need of repair or demolition. 
A recent report on the structures from the town stated that the homes have become unsafe and dangerous to the safety, health, protection, and general welfare of the persons and property. During a reorganization meeting in January 2020, Thompson Town Supervisor Bill Ruby Jr. said the town will continue to participate in Grow the Gateways initiative, which hopes to revitalize the Monticello-Thompson Corridor on State Route 17. And in other news, Stafford resigns from the IDA. Sullivan County Democrat publisher Fred Stafford III has resigned from his post on the County of Sullivan Industrial Development Agency, IDA, board. As we reported, Sullivan County legislatures recently voted 6-1, to one, with one person abstaining, in favor of his appointment at a special meeting last month. During the vote, legislature Iris Steingart abstained because Stafford is a client of Steingart Printing. Legislature Joe Perillo was absent, and legislature Nadia Reich voted no. Legislatures Louis Alvarez and Reich, while noting they have no issues with Stabbard, questioned if his appointment would be a conflict of interest since the county does business with twice-weekly newspaper. The Democrat is the official newspaper of Sullivan County and required by law to publish the county's public notices. After County Attorney Michael McGuire assured them that there is no conflict that prevents Stabbard from serving on the IDA board, Alvarez and Reich asked if the legislature could hold off on the vote until that was confirmed. But Chairman Rob Doherty said they have the option to vote no and call for a roll call vote. The Johnson Johnson vaccine on pause. Story by Isabel Braverman. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, and the United States Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, announced on Tuesday that they recommended pause in the use of Johnson Johnson vaccine out of abundance of caution. New York State Health Commissioner Dr. Howard Zucker said on Tuesday, New York State will follow the CDC and FDA recommendations and pause the use of Johnson Johnson vaccine statewide immediately today while those health and state agencies evaluate next steps. In our Sullivan Life section, public service is his life. Roger Bisland celebrated by the community. Story by Joseph Abraham. A celebration was held last weekend in Glens Bay honoring 81-year-old Roger Bisland, a longtime public servant. As Roger's wife Kathleen McGreen Bisland says, Everything he was involved in, he enjoyed and loved doing. Public service is his life. And finally, but not least, we began this podcast with awards, who would have ended with promotions. The Democrat announced a promotion. The Sullivan County Democrat has named Joseph Abraham as managing editor of the twice-weekly publication Effective Friday. Co-editor Matt Shorter will also become the newspaper's editor, putting him in charge of all news, editorial, and feature content. Congratulations to Joseph Abraham and congratulations to Matt Shorto. That's all we have for the Sullivan County Democrat newspaper. Make sure to follow us online at scdemocratonline.com. Also, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you like this podcast, why not subscribe to it so you can always get it. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, stay safe and be well.